Hello and welcome to the Loose Forward Podcast. I'm Andy. I'm Callum. I'm Bobby. And we're all about Rugby League. The M62 and beyond. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. We all right? Yes. Yes. What's been happening? Uh... Nothing nothing major, I don't think, this week. Well, there is. I've got a question for you. Okay. Johnny Bairstow, uh, out or not out? Uh, it seems a bit sly, doesn't it? <laughs> seems a bit sly. A bit underhand. Mm. Yeah. I thought he was out, personally, but I seem, I seem to be in a minority. Well, I mean, he is out. It's just, it seemed a bit sly, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, and Wimbledon starts today. Yeah, yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah, I forgot what day we're on. But it's all raining at Wimbledon, so they've only got, unless you've got Senate Court or number one court tickets, you're not seeing much action, I'm afraid. It rained yesterday as well, didn't it? Yeah, but today I think it's been pretty much non-stop, so they've seen about an hour. Good. <laughs> That's because we're not going this year, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, and it's warm here. Yeah, so. I always like it when it's raining down there and, and not up here. <laughs> Ooh, what, in that London? Yeah. Nobody likes London, do they? I don't even think Cockneys like London. <laughs> really? <laughs> why Why would you want to? Would you want to live in London? No. No. Yeah. Anything below Stoke for me, and it's a no. <laughs> <laughs> know what I mean? That's fair enough. That's fair enough, yeah. yeah. Uh, what have we got on tonight, then? Uh, review as always from round 17, uh, stats of the week, NRL, and then we're going to come back to, um, our five to watch that we did at the beginning of the season, seeing as we're around, well, pretty much just past the halfway point of the season, we're going to come back and revisit our five to watch. And looking at my list, I'm all right. I feel all right about this. I don't know about you two though. I need to explain mine a bit. Right. <laughs> Um, and then obviously we'll have Brian for the prediction league, and that'll uh, see how the show. Yes. So if you're ready, we'll we'll get into it. If you want. Yep. There's so much to love about rugby league in this part of the world, and more than just the pork rolls at Warrington and the pies at Wigan. There's tradition and history, and great grounds and great fans, and then there's the weather. And if you don't like it, well, you just have to put up with it. Tough titties. Yes, that brings us into round 17 and we are, we're going to start this week at the home of the champions and we're going to kick off with Saints 22, Castleford nil. At the totally wet stadium. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it looked like uh, horrible conditions, didn't it? Um never going to get a classic when it's like that, let's put it that way, are you? You know, I think it's probably a, a good place to start, in it? Because it's just one of them where it's slogged up in the middle, tack's not exactly free-flowing just due to the conditions, but Saints just really dominated. Won seven and eight now. Yeah. Without, I don't think, being spectacular, I think the... I would argue the best performance that they probably put in in that time was the semi-final of the Challenge Cup. Yeah, or oh, the, the, the derby match at home to Wigan was yeah. a, a They haven't played the semi-final yet. 
Uh, sorry, the quarterfinal. Just saying. <laughs> That's it now. These stats better be spot on. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I would also argue the better performance was Huddersfield at Magic Weekend. Okay, yeah. I think that yeah, was probably yeah. their best performance to... So really what we're saying is that they've had a few good performances despite what Andy said. Yeah. Seven and eight, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> no, they, they, they dominated, didn't they? And the, the pack's miles better than, than the cast pack and that's pretty much what it come down to in the end, I think, in them, them conditions. Mm. Yeah. Um, there's not a lot else to say about the game, to be quite honest. I think it was the way you would expect it uh, a better team gets on top in poor conditions, mm-hmm. and a couple of a couple of tries either side of half time, if you like, and in each half, and and probably scoreline's probably about right. I think. Yeah, I, I I think so. I think that's pretty much all there is to say. I did think Lewis Dodd looked uh, a little bit better. Some of his kicks were a lot better than what we've seen in the the past few. Well, pretty much all season, to be honest. Mm. Um, he he did look a bit better. Um. Interesting comment from Andy Last uh, in the press conference afterwards who said uh, they weren't concerned about what Wakefield were doing or anything. Uh, they were looking upwards in the league table. <laughs> Can't exactly look down as such, though, can they? Sort of, sort of 8 o'clock. Sort of yeah. Diagonally <laughs> downwards. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's got to be worrying. Is it? I mean, uh, we mentioned a lot about Wakefield this season, but that is Cass's third nilling of this season. Yeah. It's, They're just as bad, really. Yeah, and, and and we'll come on to it later, obviously. But Wakefield seemed to be on a bit of a an up, and, and Cass, well, aren't with mm. them still to play each other yet? I, I get, I get. I just wonder. I get that that's what you've got to say in the press conference. Mm. I wonder if privately that's you know behind the scenes whether that's the same thing that's being said because they were looking at catching Huddersfield and playing Lee next. As opposed to looking what's behind them. Mm. Interesting one. Yeah, and without being uh, in the dressing room, it's uh, it's hard to know, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, moving on to um, the team you said they were looking up to rather than behind, and that was Huddersfield, who uh, found themselves losing again. Uh, this time to the hands of Wigan, and it was twenty-two points to six. Um, at, at first glance, it sort of looks like a bit of a, a, a bounce back for Huddersfield, doesn't it? A bit of a response, in a way, because um, I was expecting, and I think a lot of people were expecting them to have a, a you know a kind of cricket score put on them with Wigan sort of playing pretty well and then getting hammered off Leeds the week before. Um, I, the, the conditions didn't look quite as bad as they did at St. Helens, but it had obviously been pretty bad, and maybe that was a factor in the scoreline being quite close for quite a long time. I've got that. I've got Huddersfield tried harder, but with a question mark. Yeah. Um, because I do think the conditions played, and I think without being there, I would imagine that it was a very, very similar game to the Saints' cast one. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it was 22 nil till, uh, what, the last seven, minute or so? About four minutes to go. Yeah. So that was the first try they'd scored in pretty much two games. Yeah. Um, so I don't actually know how much of an improvement it was. Mm. Um, t- I think if, if, the, if the ground had been better, the weather had been better, then 
It could have been another 50 now. It could have been. Yeah. Yeah, it, it could have been. Um, Abbas Miski, uh, he's doing well, isn't he? Yeah. Since he's come in the side. Seems to score every week now. He, he's, he, they've taken up a one-year option, so he's got another year, yeah. which is good for him. Yeah. Um, and he got uh, he got another two tries this week. We can fancy him. Yeah. Absolutely delighted with that news. Do you know anybody else that scored two tries this weekend? Uh, yes and no. <laughs> Do you want to explain? <laughs> well, I got I played on the weekend, obviously, hmm. and uh, got two tries. Like that's me done for the season now. I won't get any more. Right, but uh, An- then unassisted one, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, sort of. I'm claiming an assist. Okay, fair enough. I made half a break. Got a quick play the ball, um, and then the the. Hooker went in. Off the back of that? Yeah, but I had hold of the marker, so he couldn't tackle him. <laughs> <laughs> was it one of the 18-year-old refs again that couldn't see it? Yeah, yeah, the guy who I was holding on to was going mad. <laughs> <laughs> um, so two tries? Yeah, well, yeah, and then I had a look on the, the website uh, earlier, and they'd give one of my tries to somebody else. <laughs> Randomly. Yeah, so I've only got one, apparently. Bet the other guys, well, top try scorer. Bet he takes a, bet he takes a try for everybody every week. <laughs> nah, I got that one. Yeah. I got that one, boss. Yeah. I got that one, boss. Oh, dear. Um, but, yeah, not, again, not much to say about this game, I don't think. Um, again, I think a comfortable win against poor opposition for a better team. In bad conditions. For for Saints, Cass, Reed, Wigan, Huddersfield. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, moving on to, we'll go to the other team then um, that we've mentioned off the back of cast, which is the team that seems to uh, put in a few good results together, and that's Wakefield, who got their second win of the season, and surely they can't, can they? But it was 32 points to six against Salford. I mean... Incredible, really. One, two, and three. Yeah, I know Salford uh, have got loads of injuries, but so have Wakefield. Wakefield have got like nine or ten first team players out. All I think on the back of Fafita and Gale coming into the team. Gale's been massive. Yeah, I mean it started with Fafita, like you said. They 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 they, they were on there under some wallopings that he's played in, but there was a bit more effort. Doesn't look like he's done a lot of training to me. He never does. <laughs> I'd never tell him that, but but I would imagine that I would imagine that um, uh, his impact around the dressing room, for example, yeah, would be massive. It, it started to turn. You could see there was a bit more determination when he he rocked up. Uh, yeah, like I said, they were on some some bad results, but then since Gale has come in, they they looked miles better. Mm. And the amount of players that they've got to get back in. And there's some good players in there like uh, Whitbread and, and Lino. I think Tanganoa's out as well. Yeah. You know, it's 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 going to be big for them. If they can get all them players back, who knows? I'll I tell you what I was disappointed with in this game. Go on. Right. Got, to be honest with you, it just seems to be against me. I put a bet on this game. Okay. And every time you pick a Wakefield player to score, nine times out of ten, it's Jay Pitts. They score about six tries. He don't score a single one for me. <laughs> I was very disappointed in that. I tell you, I think has done well for them. Um, Will Dagger. Yeah, he's been a good, uh, you know, signing. He, he looked, he looked um, overjoyed 
to be there, didn't he? He's remembering <laughs> yeah, his he uh, unveiling press conference, if you remember. Yeah. But I actually think he's, uh, you know, a decent goal kicker as well. Mm. Um, but I actually think he's done really well. I think he's he's looked really sharp. I think. I mean, he looked decent at um, Old KR. I think this is maybe more his level personally, mm. but he's looked really, really good for them, mm. and he has improved them. Mm. Okay. Um, we do have to mention a story though, Bobby, don't we? Um, since since Luke Gale's come in, because two weeks ago we had uh, Matt from down at Bellevue on. This is who, this is amazing. Who has has become? Well, he's become some sort of star. I hope he still. I hope he'll still talk to us because he's become some sort of mega star, hasn't he? I know. Yeah, he has. Yeah. Do you want to explain for anybody that's been living under a rock and hasn't even heard this? Because you must have done. If you're into rugby league, you know our friend Matt from down at Bellevue. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, um, Matt from down at Bellevue put a tweet out this week and, uh, he attached a picture with it that was in the shape of, um, uh, Jesus, except they'd replaced his head with, with Luke Gale to which, um, Matt said that if, if the, if the tweet got so many, um, a thousand likes, a thousand likes and Wakefield managed to stay up. He would get Luke Gale depicted as Jesus tattooed on him. He's fifty percent of the way there because he's got his thousand likes. He's got his thousand likes. Now Wakefield just need to stay up. And he's also now apparently got a new best mate in the form of Luke Gale, hasn't he? Because he's been tweeting him as well. Oh, has he? Yeah, I didn't, saying, I didn't see I'm this gonna, one. I'm going to hold him to this, and I might even get it myself if he does. <laughs> <laughs> Luke Gale should be paying for this. Yeah, no, I agree. Well, I, I, the ver- at the very at the very worst. Wakefield Trinity should be paying for this. Well, I've seen I've seen a few fans saying they'll have a whip round for him in order to help pay for it if he does it. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, he might not be out of pocket as you I, think. I think the chairman will be more than happy to pay for this if it, if it actually comes true, wouldn't you? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. definitely. So uh, yeah, amazing. Absolutely. The last thing Michael Carter ever does for Wakefield is play is to pay for Matt's tattoo. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> Could you imagine? Be amazing. What a yeah. story. Just. Um, before we leave this game on the other side of the coin, um, the amount of tries that came up the middle. Mm. And I know Salford have got injuries, but that that was a shocking. The team selection seemed weird. It to was me. it was a terrible effort defensively. I thought. Yeah, yeah it was. I think the uh, was I think it was Will Dagger's try that was the worst one. I think Liam Wood broke from uh, acting hard, didn't he? Just ran yeah. straight up the middle and passed it on the outside to. He did all the work, pretty. Early. Dagger just mm. finished it off, but um, yeah, that one was the the worst one. But as you were about to say, then Callum, that the team selection looked uh, very out of sorts. Yeah, it just seemed bizarre. They're struggling a little bit in the minute, Salford, aren't they? Well, that's what we we've we, said all season. Like the the the, first, the seventeen when they get the seventeen going, brilliant. Like they they top, play some top top four or five. Yeah, top yeah. quality rugby league. When they start getting injuries, the squad depth just isn't there. Mm. It's just not there. And they start to struggle, and that's what we're starting to see now. Yeah, and the general mood of Salford fans has been in. Well, we're going to win at Wembley. We're going to win at Old Trafford too. Well, we don't think we'll make the six this year, but it's not a disaster. Mm. Yeah, it's um, it could go downhill very, very quickly for the Red Devils. I think unless they get some players back and yeah. get some stability back, and in which case they'll still be a threat to all. I think. Yeah, definitely. Um, I don't know what the the Injury list is the timeout for the injured no. players. I have no idea, but um, and missing some really important names as well, aren't they? Like, yeah, like Croft, Ackers, Ackers yeah. Briley, yeah. really. 
whatever you want to say. I think she'll be back because it wasn't. It was just a head knock, I think, wasn't it? Not sure. I'm sure. Uh, was that last week? That yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we should be back in. I think. Not sure about Croft and, and no, and Akers. Akers. No. I'm not so sure. I don't think it's long term, but no. Wait and see. Well, moving on to uh, let, let's let's oh, let's head over to Hull FC, who they were on the wrong end of the result to Catalans, twenty eight points to eighteen, and it now means Catalans have a four point gap at the top of the table. Mm, not finishing eleventh, are they? <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> I've got right. I've got to say on this, right. Hull FC put an excellent performance in against Saints the week before, mm. right? Then we had the Prediction League, and nobody really fancied them in this game, despite that, did they? No. And so it proved. I think it was more but, just because of the opposition, wasn't it? But I actually thought that they were own worst enemies, yeah, particularly in the first half, because they gifted Catalan's three tries and 16 or 18 points, which you just can't do. No, um, the um, the Davis try, where they not they knocked on and he picked it up and just strolled in. Yeah, um, the the Romanoff try. Uh, I can't remember. I think oh, he just he just took about four over the line with him, which I think is always annoying defensively for your teams doing that. Mm. And then the and then the Bousquet try, uh, where he, he crashed into the posts. On one side of it, and then outstretch his hand on the other hand on the other mm. side of it. But they had Twizzy posts. <laughs> <laughs> no, did you notice? No. He's crashed into the post, and then the pads are like twizzing round. Right. So every time it twizzed round, he got a different angle for his arm to get out. Yeah. If it had stayed flat, I don't think he'd have been able to get his arm round it. But because it ended up like a like triangle towards him, he could get his arm out the other side. <laughs> Aren't they all twizzy? Well, I don't know, but, like, but they had twizzy posts. Oh, does that yeah. mean? Does that mean your wet paper towel of defence of the ward is Hull FC's goalpost <laughs> <laughs> for not being able to stay still? No, we've got to get onto that yet. Oh, okay, fair we, enough. We're getting onto that. Even even uh, uh, even Salford uh, doesn't take that. Oh, okay, fair enough. Well, uh, yeah, just going back to this game, I thought, um, yeah, I, th- I thought Hull FC did okay, but as you said, they were just their own worst enemy. I mean. They probably were lucky to be only four points down at half time, really, um, and that was because they intercepted right on the hooter with Adam Swift, didn't they? But the point being, there they've give sixteen or eighteen points away, and in fact could have been twelve up. And then the second half's a different game, then, isn't it? Well, yeah. yeah. You know yeah. they've expended a lot of energy there and a lot, a lot of effort into getting back into the game even before half time. Yeah. You know, and those, you know, they're just simple mistakes. Yeah. You know. I thought the Catalans try that, that ended up winning it though was uh, was was really good. It was a it was a lovely kick from I think was it Tyrone May that put it through. Yeah, uh, it was nonchalant, wasn't it? Yeah, he, he seemed to just hammer this grubber up into the air and just seemed to bounce right up. Hang on, I'll, I'll, hang, hang on, on a minute. Hang Rewind. Go on. You know what I mean? He, he, no, 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 he's no, hammered no, it into no, the no. ground to the point where he's popped up lovely for the other on the other end for Davies. But he just like if he like he was going to absolutely bounce it out. Is what I mean. I probably said misspoke there when I said. Did you hammer yeah. any grubbers up at weekend? Uh, no, I usually like to keep mine quite low on the ground. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah. I meant it popped up nice. I did misspeak there. Um, Satire will be missed. Yeah, yeah. Um, and playing against his his uh, new club. 
Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, but he'll he'll be missed for whole FC, I think. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, we will move on to the other side of Hull, who were travelling to the Lee Leopards, and they went down thirty-four points to four. Good job they weren't travelling on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> With the, uh, the, 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 the crashes on the M6. Do you know anybody that might have been caught in that? Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I do actually, yeah, the uh, the, the Workington team. Yeah, there was games, can- games cancelled, wasn't there? Yeah. yeah. They, they ended up having a bit of a party on the motorway, apparently. Yeah. On the way over to Oldham. With Callum. Yeah. <laughs> Where I was, wasn't a party. And how long were you stuck in it? About seven and a half hours. Absolutely. It it was a joke. I'm not getting into the politics of the highway agencies or whatever, but it was a joke. All because of some spilled milk. Yeah. Don't. What? No, I know what you're going to say. Don't. I wasn't going to say don't cry over it. Right then. Don't. don't, I'm not going to say it. Right, don't. I was only going to ask you, was it it worth... Um, uh, was was it worse being stuck in the car for seven and a half hours with your girlfriend or your seven month old baby? Girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> baby was absolutely brilliant, <laughs> but the other one, not so much. Not... <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, what game are we on? <laughs> We're on Lee and Hulk. I suppose the, uh, the, the to be fair, there's quite a few um, talking points out of this game, in this game um, yeah. and. Obviously, not much of it is actually on the back of uh, Lee's performance. Which, before we go into all that, you know, fantastic for them. Well done. You know, they've uh, they bounced back from that defeat to Catalans really well last week. But uh, I suppose the first talking point is uh, the Mikey Lewis sin bin. Um, obviously, I, I, there's not many angles to show from this, but. Is it lucky to be a Simbin? Should it have been a, a red, or is it just he slipped in the rain? Or what do you think of that? <clears throat> um, it's hard to say for definite with the sort of lack of angles that I've seen on it. But have you seen the wide angle on it? No, it's a red. Is well, it? Uh, well, that's what I was going to say. From what I've seen, I thought it was a red, but you would sort of have to see a wide one from the behind or something. I've seen it from the point of. Behind Tom Briscoe, if you like, he, he sort of picks the ball up and the net bumpies in. I, I don't, I, I don't know it. what he's thinking. No, I don't. But uh, and he's he, he's escaped to ban as well, and he? yeah, he's only he got like a a, a fine a warning. I don't even know if he got a fine. Did he even get a fine? Not sure. Um, but no, I haven't. I haven't seen the wide angle. So you're saying he's lucky to still be on the field then? Andy? I think so. Yeah. Well, uh, when you showed me on on. Friday or Saturday, yeah. whenever it was, I said to you, I thought it was a red. Yeah, I we yeah, uh, you Just, did. To be fair, um, but yeah, I don't know what he's thinking. If it, if he's done it, you know, on purpose, then that's just really silly, isn't it? Thought Nemanja Vidic had signed for him or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, a couple of things on this. Um, the Ricky Lutelli penalty try. Yeah. That's not a penalty try. No. I thought whoever the fullback or whoever it was was he's, too he's close to yeah. say that was a penalty of try. Of course he is. He's one, he's in front of him. Mm. I know he's at the side of him, but you know, if he had a silent angle he'd be in front of him. And he's already coming across. But again though, the referee sent it up as a try, because he obviously thinks it's a penalty try. 
So if he sends that up as a no try, does that come back as a no try? Possibly. Possibly. I wasn't sure if um, they were sort of allowed to do that, send it up as a try or no try. I'm not so because it's not a try, is it? No, you know we, I mean? just, yeah. he sent it up as a, a potential penalty try. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. But sure. I didn't think it was that. And then the other one, the Robbie Mulhern one, where, I, where they sent this up as yeah. a potential eight-point try but turned it back. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Then that was a definite eight-point try. I was going to say, I thought the eight-point try had more merit than the than the penalty try. Definitely, because he comes in and he's like, and he's crashed on his head. I... Hmm... You see that all the time, to be fair, and I'm not. To be fair, it's one of them. I actually don't think that it's an eight-point try. I really, I really don't. I didn't think it was an eight-point try. But I thought if you're going to give the penalty try or the eight-point try, then you you have to give the the, the eight-point try more merit. Exactly. Yeah. So I think it was Chris Kendall who was the video ref. Yeah. And he said he's just trying to make a tackle. Yeah. But he's already diving on the floor. He's not trying to make a tackle. To me, he's to me he's, he's, he's. Smashed him in the head. I just don't think it's the eight point try. The definition is is that you make a, a foul play if you like mm. during the act of scoring, and I think that's what he's done. So by the definition, we talk about laws and stuff like that. Then I think it is. It had more legs than the the, the penalty try. Penalty try, like you said, definitely. Yeah. Just while we've been talking, I've just shown you both the wide angle of Mikey Lewis. Yeah, it's a red. Yeah, it's a red. I don't know what he's th- what's he doing. <laughs> he's gone sliding in from ten yards out, hasn't he? Yeah, the, the, after the ball's already been. Dead, really. Dead yeah. and picked up. Yeah. I'm surprised yeah. the video ref hasn't seen that angle and said, <clears throat> what, you, need to, you need to send him off. What, or, you know. what I did notice was, when you look at the angle that the TV shows, mm. which is from behind, yeah. if you look at the referee, he's turning away. He hasn't He hasn't clocked it. Right. If you look at the referee, he's the touch, the touch judge that's seen it. Yeah. And the referee is, is, is running back. Because he just thinks it's been picked up, well, and he's and he's turned around, and he hasn't actually seen the referee hasn't actually seen Michael Lewis do. So it. if he's turned around thinking it's dead, and then he's done it, does that not say that's a bit late? Well, I don't, I don't know who the referee was actually guy with the slick back hair. I don't know who it was, but his signals are brilliant. Oh, it's he, like he's doing some sort of like little disco dance on over a try. Yeah, was it Marcus Griffith? Yeah, I think was it, it was. Yeah, but um, amazing signaling. This is the this is the. Um, this is the thing I was going to say. Um, when when he actually simbins Mikey Lewis, he doesn't say you're getting simbin for sliding in. If you if you've seen it on the I think it's the oh, Super yeah. League show, he actually says you're getting simbined yeah. for delaying the delaying restart. That's right. So I, so I'm, I'm not quite sure because I don't think he knows what he's done. Then does he? Yeah. No. Yeah. I think he thinks he's gone in and then he sort of held him up or, or yeah. something. Yeah. Well, I think that's that's a red. And I think the other video referee decisions, I think they've got wrong. Personally. I don't know how he's got away with that. Uh, for uh, um, Does it deserve a ban? I don't know. No. Would a red but, cat I'd have been enough? But I don't think a yellow's enough. I don't know. It's a, I'm not that If a yellow's enough, then I think there's a ban to follow. Even if it's one game. But... but no, if it's a yellow on the night when it's yeah. when, it, when it's looked at yeah. by the disciplinary, then I think there's a game. But if, there, if a, you got a red, yeah, I still think there's a ban. Right. Yeah, I, I think there's a ban. You know, when you, sorry, I was picking up on what you were saying. It was a yellow enough and things right. like that. That sort of thing. I'm with you. you. I'm I, with I, you. I, I think I've never seen. I've never seen that before, though. No, no. I've never seen that. But Not I think that, like, like I think that. I think you have to go with a ban for the for the pure fact that if you, I mean, 
that could have been a lot worse for Tom Briscoe. In the end, that could have broken his leg or his, you know, if he landed funny or what have you. And I think you've seen worse this season be banned for. Oh, I was just going to say when you look at some of the bans, yeah, you know, it seems to have calmed down with that. No, again, it's weird. Mm. It's there's just the inconsistencies that are confusing and, and confusing for fans because they don't know how to judge things. Yeah. 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 Um, finally, on Hull KR t- today, um, news coming out from um, um, from Joe Appleyard um, saying that Hull KR have uh, looks like they uh, have agreed terms with Canberra Raiders halfback Brad Schneider. Yeah, I don't know anything about him to be honest. He's no. played. It said on the report that I read that he'd played ten games uh, alongside Jack Whiten, mm. um, and. He was, you know, I, I think it, if what I've read is is is, is right, um, obviously no no reason to assume it's not. It looks a really astute signing, right? Particularly when you think there's a lack of halfbacks available and think, you know, who's this okay at? Yeah. So what happens to Abdul or Lewis? Don't know whether I don't know how long it's for. Whether it's just for this, whether it's at the end of the season. Oh, I'm with you. Right, it could, okay. it could be that I don't know what the length of contract is. Right, I'm with so you. So it could be to the end of the season. It, oh, you, know, it's like, you mean like an immediate? Side? Yeah, 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 right, yeah. Right, okay, okay. Yeah, it looks like it's. Oh, I, I, well, that's the way I understood it. That it's now. Right, okay. Um, yeah. And if it is, then I think it could be. It could. Uh, it could revive their season. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Luke Gaelic. I've. And just to add to that, I've seen on the other side in, in Lee that uh, I think there's about four or five NRL clubs now chasing uh, Lachlan Lamb. I'm not surprised. No, I'm, to be honest, I'm surprised there's not been um, a lot more talk about Clifford as well. Mm. I have heard one or two, um, but he he's the best halfback in the league for me at the minute. Yeah, yeah. definitely. But Lee flying again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that leaves us with one game left in round 17, and it was Warrington 6, Leeds 22. Is this another good team beats poor teams in bad conditions? Um, <laughs> were the conditions that bad? I don't know. Um, no, probably no, probably not as bad as uh, the others. No, it was the night before, wasn't it? Thursday, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, so no, they weren't, no. It was a uh, Warrington just wheels seem to be have well and truly fallen off, doesn't mm. it? That's how it yeah. feels. Well, they've got a few injuries and things, but to go from where you were though to where you are now, I mean, um, I know we seem to say this every week, you know, in terms of <clears throat> um, how how tight it is, but you know, the, these were um, these were they won eight from eight. Uh, they were top for a while. They they just lost top on the international break, but then regained that form after it. And now, all of a sudden, if they lose to uh, St. Helens on Friday night, they could be looking at a, a potential fallout of the playoffs. Mm. And from to go from that to that in, in just a few weeks, like you said, wheels well and truly have just exp- well fallen off, haven't they? And yeah, and then the, the game followed by... Daryl Powell doing his best David Blaine impression by not <laughs> just does. not leaving his coaching box. Daryl Blaine, yeah. yeah. It's um, I saw his interview after, and he said they didn't defend well. He said they're not defending well at the minute, uh, but they're not great with ball in hand either. 
so <laughs> <laughs> kicking's all right. <laughs> what did what did you tell me, Cam? Did he not turn up till he, to his press conference until till about seven minutes past eleven or something? Really? God. Yeah. They said he didn't leave the box for at least fifteen minutes. He's right. probably to keep his temper, to be honest. Probably, but you know, it looks like they need somebody to shout at them. To be honest, <laughs> well, the one try they did get was a blatant knock on. And it had two forward passes. Yeah. <laughs> and yet it went to the video ref. I know they can't do the forward passes on they, the video ref. But it's hit but... his hand and then hit the floor and then they passed it on. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Bizarre. Absolutely um, crazy. Do you know, I'll tell you who, who'd be uh, most pleased out of this. Wigan fans. Because uh, the performance of Sam Walters. Y- yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was good. thought him and Blake Austin were the best players. If you were... Leeds Rhinos, uh, A, would you be extending Blake Austin's contract? And B, if, if so, for how long? Um, He's a bit of a funny one for me because half the time I don't think he's very good. And now all of a sudden he needs a contract. He's, he looks like Jonathan Thurston or something. <laughs> like, but I do think there's a serious lack of quality halves or just halves in general, to be honest. Um, so I think the answer would probably be yes, but only for a year. Yeah, I th- think you've pretty much nailed it there, yeah. Um, yeah. But Warrington were woeful in the first half. There was eight, was it 18-0 after, after, after 15 minutes Yeah, or 15, 16 minutes, yeah. yeah. Terrible. Um, Sam Cassiano managed to pick himself up a, a ban. Um, <laughs> but not for... No, for his uh, simbin was it? No, not for the uh, no for something else. So he got simbin, got banned for something else, and give two penalties away for dissent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the referee said you need to get hold of him. Well, he's doing it once. Once he'd done, if you give a penalty for dissent, and then the next time you do it, I'd, I'd have him away. Mm. I won't give him two chances for dissent. No, no, not at all. No. Do you, do you think generally now there's getting more dissent in the game generally? Yeah. Yeah, I because, do. Because uh, Salford were giving penalties away for dissent in their game. Yeah. And then there was all these... And now you, I think we're seeing it... The last couple of weeks, I think, particularly it's been highlighted with the Josh Griffith incident. Mm. I think Jake Connor gave one away yeah. for dissent and Huddersfield were in possession. Yeah. <laughs> I read. Only yeah. could, there's only him could do that. Isn't there? <laughs> Welcome um, back, Jake. Yeah. How'd it go? <sighs> Not good. <laughs> I think... <laughs> On top of this descent thing, though, I think what you're noticing is is the we always say how many how many times we say this this flavor of the month where the referee gives a penalty for something you've not seen for a while, but this needs to stay in the game. If you keep punishing players for descent, you'll get back on track to where you need to be, and you need to you need to stop it. And and I don't know where this is stemmed from, though. No, I don't. The, how it's crept it's, into the game so much? Is it because they're not penalising it? Is it a, a, an external? Factor like because like football is like this all-consuming monster in it in this country, yeah. and the way that they speak to oh, officials is just outrageous. Does it seriously? Does it come from that? Does, like as it started creeping and people see that and think that's okay? I don't know. I don't know. Or you know, I didn't. I must admit, I didn't notice. I, we'd seen it crept in for the last few years, but yeah. not to the extent as over the last couple of weeks. No. So is. Is the descent thing the new flavour of the month that we usually have at the start of the season with like play the balls and things like that on the back of the Josh Griffin incident? 
our referees saying, right, well, you, we're not putting up with any of that, and we'll make a stand collectively. And now there's more, there's more for dissent on the back of that. I don't know, or as the, as the back chat just yeah genuine generally or, got worse. Or are we just noticing it more since that incident? Yeah, maybe. 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 I don't know. Maybe. maybe. Um. Yeah, maybe. There's just, definitely too much of it. Whatever. Yeah, mm. definitely. Uh, just to just to stick with the the Warrington game though, and obviously, um, and and the referees, uh, it has to be said that I thought Kendall handled himself really well. He's come under fire a lot last few weeks, Auntie, and I thought the way he handled the the Cassiano yellow, he, he ran straight in, made sure no one threw any punches, and mm. I think there was an instant later on where he was like, "Think about what you're doing." I think it was with Joe Philbin. So, yeah. you know, I think he, you know, in that respect, you know, you. Listen. Credit where you know, he comes under a lot of fire. I think it's only fair to give him credit when he does something like that. Listen, we all have our views on referees, and we've said it before on here that as soon as they blow the whistle, you upset fifty percent of the crowd. Yeah, you don't get to that level of officiating unless you've gone through your time in the trenches and everything like that, and you've and you've proved yourself to be a bloody good referee. Yeah, of course. No matter who it is. Mm. Yeah. So you know, whatever. I mean. You can have your arguments and say, well, do you think that this guy is good enough for that level because there's a shortage of referees? That's maybe a different a yeah. different argument. But so um, Do have to mention, um, I should have done it last week and I completely forgot, so I apologise. I promised uh, I promised uh, Leeds uh, Statman Reese that I'd give him a shout-out this week because he sent, after a 54-0 win against Huddersfield, he sent us all these direct messages on Twitter of like somebody knocking on the camera going, are you there? Can I come in? And all this sort of stuff. And I was like, what's all that? He went, oh, I was absolutely hammered when I, when I, <laughs> when I sent you them. <laughs> so he was celebrating. So um, I would imagine it'd be doubly so this week. Yeah. But I forgot to mention it last week. But it, it was funny though. Very good. That the that was the last game? Yeah, yeah? that was it, yeah. Okay. Uh, moving swiftly and seamlessly on. It's Boris's Stats of the Week. Yes, it's Boris's Stats of the Week again. <laughs> Do the line. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Do it properly now, because people will miss it. Hello. Oh, better. Very good. Uh, how many stats <clears throat> this week, then? Uh, we have five this week. Okay. We have five stats. Um, stat number stat number one is uh, the the Broncos and the, the Broncos and the Dolphins played the first ever NRL game at the Gabba on the weekend. Uh, the last time a rugby league game was played there was in 1968 when Queensland took on Great Britain. I've been there. Have you? The Gabba. Mm. When I went for the World Cup in 2008, there was a test match on at the same time. Oh, right. While I was in Brisbane, and I went to watch Australia versus New Zealand. Well, that was good. It was, actually, yeah. Yeah. I've been to Old Trafford. <laughs> <laughs> so. There you go. Uh, um, the uh, next two stats are sticking in the NRL. And uh, if you've been following this on Twitter, these next two are what has 
uh, got my fan club disbanded. Uh, thanks to thanks to Phil. <laughs> just, just saying. Yeah, you got a new. You got a new leader. New yeah, we got a new leader in uh, in in Johnny Lou, I believe. Yeah. He, Welcome he to the Boblets. He wants to take over the reins. So, there you go. Yeah. Welcome. Um, the first stat is of the 80-minute game between the Cowboys and the West Tigers. Um, Valentine Holmes spent 12 minutes of it kicking goals. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, no. That's the best stat you've ever come out with, ever, isn't it? That's brilliant. That's incredible. There you go. Yeah. Um, Sounds like a rugby union stat that. Doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it does actually. You're right. Is Phil not a West Tigers fan as well. Yeah, he is. Yeah, that's yeah. what's got the. That's what got it disbanded. Ah, right. Is that why? Right? Yeah, he asked me to take it easy on him, and then he disbanded ah. the fan club. So I said no. It's not been a good week for Phil, has it? <laughs> no, it's, <laughs> no, it's over hundred. Oh, hundred six. Yeah, it's like hundred six. Um, well, sticking with that that game, uh, the West Tigers' seventy-four nil loss to the Cowboys is the biggest in NRL history. It is the third biggest since the league was formed in nineteen oh eight, and the biggest since nineteen thirty-five. Back when Saint, I think we've already mentioned this in the past. Back when Saint George defeated Canberra ninety-one-six, which, as you've already pointed out in the past, Andy, that would have been about three points a try. Not about it would have been. It would have been three. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry, ah, uh, give me four for yeah. this one. That was um, a good try. You can have five. <laughs> Bonus points. <laughs> uh, ama- what is amazingly though, it, what is amazing though, is that, um, as I said, it is the third biggest since the league was formed in 1908. Uh, so St. George beat Canberra 91-6 to have the first record. They also were on the back end the week after. St. George were defeated 87-7 by the Eastern Suburbs a week later, which is the second highest. <laughs> right. Oh, no. Do you think... Um, or was the second half? What? Is or is. was? Tis. Who remembers Tis was? So you've got the 91-6, the 87-7, and now you've got the 74-0. Ah, didn't, right. Didn't Wigan do that once? Didn't they get beat, like, about 68-70-0 off Leeds or something and then went then went to St. Helens in the Cup the week after and got beat 75-0? Yeah. Uh, yeah, possibly. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, you say about a bad week for Phil. It, it actually ended up 106-6 for his two teams combined. Okay, which is the worst week since Bobby's school basketball team got beat got beat one hundred and three three. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. But at least I scored all three points. No, he's not having it. No, I'm not having it. Well, unfortunately, I don't have the records to prove it. But what I will say is there is records saying you only scored one try on the weekend. <laughs> what's what's one more? Point than you scored the, for the basketball. That's true. Yeah, you got more points in one game than your team got in a full game. 103-3. Yeah. Wasn't a good time to And be, it wasn't. Uh, I actually got eight, so... Yeah, uh, yeah, quite right, yeah. So he claims. Yeah. You were there? Have we, any, have we any more stats? Is that it? Uh, no, no, we have two more. Okay. We have two more. Um, the uh, fourth stat of the week is that uh, the roles have been reversed and... Uh, back in 2017, including the middle eights, uh, Lee and Catalan were rooted to the bottom of the table, 
and even went on to play each other in the million pound game. And now, six years later, they both sit first and second in in Super League. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, and the fifth and final one we're sticking with Lee. Um, Lee now have more points in twenty twenty three than they have combined in the previous three seasons they were in Super League. Well done. Um, in oh five seventeen and twenty one. Um, they combined for twenty one points in twenty in twenty twenty three. They have now taken their tally to twenty two points. So, oh, fans yeah. that win on the weekend, they've got more points than they ever had in the league. I get the feeling if this year this season doesn't get people interested in rugby league, it never will because the way that the league's shaping up, where well, it's been the, so the, close the, all the way through. The and, sad and, thing you know, is, it probably won't because no. the game's in such like disarray and the, the yeah. people just don't know about it. But it's been the season itself, as I think, has been brilliant. In terms oh yeah, of, it's been fantastic. You know, but you're still no nearer knowing, you know, which teams will finish in which position. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Well done, Bobby. Got that. Thank you. Very good. Uh, okay then. You call that a knife? This is a knife. That's not a knife, that's a spoon. Yes, uh, time for our uh, trip down under to the NRL. Uh, I'll read the scores out if you've got anything to, to chime in with. Uh, please do so. Um, the Sharks 52, Dragons 16. And in the Dragons' chance of the Premiership, Dave, Dave, like just nobody's mentioned them having fifty put on them because of the other scores. Yeah, they've well got away with it. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Warriors six, the Bunnies twenty-eight. That was bad conditions. Yeah, that was. I'm right. Mind you, if it rains there in New Zealand and it's a game, does doesn't half seem to have a down during yeah, the game? No, it, it? it was horrendous. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Storm sixteen, Panthers thirty four. Uh, that was a good game. The the Storm were leading sixty. I think they were sixteen nil up at one point. Um, that was a that was a good game. Um, the Raiders twenty six, Titans twenty two. Uh, the Cowboys 74, the Tigers nil. Uh, that brings me to the wet paper towel defence of the week <laughs> award. Ah, <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> well done, the Tigers. <laughs> or not. Yeah. Case, but yeah. Uh, the Broncos 24, the Dolphins 16. Uh, the Bulldogs nil, the Knights 66. So, not many people have mentioned that because of the Tigers. <laughs> I didn't get him beat 66 nil off the Newcastle Knights. Take that, Gus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When you put it like that, that's wor- that's a worse result than the other one, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I think uh, this week was the uh, the that uh, uh, the beanie week, you know, where they all wear. Oh, is it like beanie for brain cancer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah something yeah. like that. And uh, that sports bet, their betting company, said they'd donate $1,000 for every try that was scored this weekend. Right. Uh, they ended up giving up $72,000. And now they're bankrupt. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're definitely not. Absolutely nothing to them, that. No. I'm sure they could do more than 1000 Who was that? Sports bet or something. Oh, right. Okay, well, they've, yeah. up, they've upped it now for try July. It's now 5000 for every time you celebrate a try. Right. There you go. There's nothing to them. It's a billion-dollar company. Yeah. Mm. 
I mean, uh, it's still good. I'm just, I'm just saying. Yeah. And the uh, the final game was the Seagulls 18, the Roosters 16. Um, we're back on to um, a few ga- uh, only a couple of games being played this week. Um, because of Origin the following Wednesday. Uh, so uh, a couple of games to to keep your eye out for would be the Eels and the Warriors. That might be a, an entertaining uh, fixture. And uh, Andy, it's uh, the battle of your love part two. Mm. It's the Titans and the Dolphins. Yeah, I'm, I'm always a Titan. Dolphins have completely dropped off. Haven't they? I don't like the way that they handled Justin Oldbrook affair, but yeah. All I'll say is the Farmers League, the NRL now. <laughs> Absolute <laughs> Farmers League. Oh, look at us, we're the best. Uh, they used uh, to laugh at our defence, do you remember? Even Wakefield had been beat 74-0 yeah. this season. They used to laugh at our defence, yeah. didn't they, every week? Yeah, Farmers League. Yeah. <laughs> Take that. Up the Super League. <laughs> hey, I like it. Uh, very good. Do you remember on the pod when we used to lead with the NRL reviewing stuff? Yeah. Dark days then, weren't they? Weren't they? We got yeah. shouted at a bit. Yeah, so we we abandoned them. Yeah. Quite rightly too. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's the that's that's the NRL wrapped up. Real. You call that a knife? This is a knife. That's not a knife, that's a spoon. Okay, we're well, moving on then. Uh like we said earlier uh, well at the beginning of this show. We are going to revisit our five to watch. We each, before the season kicked off, we each picked five players to uh, keep an eye out for. So we're going to revisit that at the halfway point of the season and see how the list is getting on. And I'm looking at some very sad faces. Just rereading my list and thinking, what they, what was I thinking? Who wants to go first then? Well, we'll start with the dregs. So, <laughs> Bobby, you're on. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, well, uh, my first pick uh, of the five was was T. Ritson, and I had him as well, actually. Um, yeah. And to to be fair, uh, he's not done horrendous, but he's also not been um, probably one to watch either. And you know, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I um, I lost my I lost my original sheet for this. This paper, so I had to listen to the pod back to get my my five. And when I mentioned T. Ritson, uh, even from from day one, Callum questioned the the pace between the championship and the Super League, and I think he's pretty much nailed that on the head with with T. Ritson. To be to, fair to, to him, to be fair to him, though, he's broke into the team, which he had no guarantee of doing at the start of the season. He's looked, he's looked okay. Doesn't score. Well, that's what I was going to say. He just doesn't score any tries. He scored one try, I think. He's a winger that doesn't score tries. And doesn't make any breaks. What's the point? Yeah, fair enough. Okay, who have we got? Oh, am I doing all of mine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, right, okay. So, uh, my second pick was Josh Drinkwater. Um, mm. Who, again, probably not one to what He probably just had a very... Uh, he started off well with Warrington. But Six obviously went out of ten. Went under the radar. Five. Mm. Yeah. Five. Yeah. Six. Five. Who was your next? Um, my next one was was Jake Wardle, who I thought was going to have a good season based on what I said Wigan were missing in 
22 was the two centres, and then they got King and Wardle, and I thought Wardle would... I think we're still missing on. one. Yeah. Yeah. So He's gone all right, though. He's had, he's, he's had a decent this season. So, well, I think, I mean, you were having a conversation through the week, Callum, and we said about the lack of halves. There's an even greater lack of centres. Yeah, centres is massive, which we did mention, did we speak about Adam Kieran last week? But I think there's always been a lack of centres in Super League. English centres. Oh, British English centres, yeah. You know, when you look at all, you know, really, really good centres, you, you can probably count, you know, you can probably count on two hands, really, the the, the, be, you know, the, the best English ones that we've had, really. Yeah, yeah. So I think there is, a, there is a definite lack of centres around. Mm. Yeah. Uh, my fourth pick, I had Gareth Widdop, who I thought would be in a different role at Castleford in the halves, but has ended up staying at full-back. He's been injured though, hasn't he? And when he's come back, he, he's done all he's right. Done all right when he's come back, and it's hard when they're on the when they're on the back of defeats every week as well. Yeah. His problem is he's not been fit. Yeah, no. and any halfback's going to find it tough against a beaten pack every week. Yeah, yeah. And uh, probably my my worst pick of the five is I had uh, Takiaho at Catalan. I even hear him do anything. That's because he's only played two games for them. Oh, that'd be why then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I don't think he's injured either. Right. I could be wrong, but I don't he think must he's... be. They can't men, men, sign a name like that and then I, I mean they could do, but Yeah. Well I I had T Ritson. Yeah. Um and then I had Jacob Miller. Uh right. Who <laughs> I again it's similar. similar to the Gareth Widdett thing, isn't it? Beaten pack and all that, he, but he to me, he um, he still looks all right. Still looks like a decent player. I yeah, think. he's a very good player. Yeah, um, I had uh, Neen McDonald. He's he's done well. I I would disagree with that. I would say he's in a very similar state to T. Ritson. He's a winger that doesn't score tries. Center. He's a centre, so that's why he's, well, he's not... been he's been on the wing though a few times. He don't he doesn't score many tries though. I no, thought he, I thought been, he'd gone a lot better okay. than he had. He's been. I thought I thought he would go better than he has. Yeah. Um. The this one I didn't have as a good one, so I must point that out at the start of the season. I must got. I, I put Kevin Proctor in, but it was one to watch as like, oh no, what have they signed him for? I don't remember that. Man. No, I don't remember. Oh, that. I definitely no, I, did. I I, I think, think I remember you saying something <laughs> along the lines of he'll be the best overseas signing in Super League. Yeah. Don't try and wriggle out of this one. I did one. wriggle out of it because he's like he got he, he got caught vaping for a start at half time. <laughs> one of my favourite so things. Like that. <laughs> one of my favourite things ever. That so I didn't that. filmed himself and everything. <laughs> However, I have got no excuse for the last one, um, of which one of my five to watch who I thought would go well uh, was Josh Maguire. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear! No, no. In my defence, if he'd have actually played any games, he might have gone well. <laughs> but, but he was banned for a total of something like nineteen games, wasn't he? In, in total, yeah. And ended up on a plane back home. Yeah. So that's that's a um, uh, just, that, that's a poor one. That I think. Just a quick question on that, and I I, I apologise if I've completely missed it. Have Warrington actually come out and said that he's left the club? Yeah. Because I, I don't remember yeah, have, yeah. it. Right, I don't remember the statement being made. Yeah, yeah right. I've read it, yeah. Fair enough. I just remember the rumours being that he went, oh, I don't remember them actually making a statement on it. Yeah, but no, fair enough. Have, they have. 
So, Callum? Uh, my list is all right, actually. Um, I had my first pick as Edwin Ipape, who, to be fair, had a bit of a slow start, but I think he's really coming to his own over the last three, four weeks. Yeah, excellent. especially when he can get on a roll and play the ball quickly, get the ball, get the ball yeah. quickly from acting half. I yeah, he's, he's, he's done really, really well. Yeah. Um, the second one was Jake Truman, which is probably the worst one on the list, to be honest. But he um, has been injured for a lot of this but season. That's probably, that's what I was going to say, probably because he's been injured for a lot. But when he comes back, done, yeah. he's, he's done all right. Yeah, yeah, he has. I think he's, I think he's turned Hull's attack I mean, we knew, quite a solid one. Really. We knew he was a good player. This was uh, just, you know, let's see how he goes at a different yeah. club type thing, and and um, partnered with uh, the next one on the list, uh, Jake Clifford, who was for me has been the best half back in the league for pretty much all season. Man of Steel. Yeah, for me, yeah, at the minute, definitely. I think he's incredible. Um, really, re- when when he plays. Hull are a completely different side. Like you've seen how much they've missed him when he's been injured the last week or so. Mm. Um, he's 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 I been st- inspirational st- for him. I think so, but I still say it does look like the early bird. <laughs> right, <laughs> fair enough. But I'm surprised that there's there's not um, a lot you can of talk see it now, about can't him. you? I can't actually. Yeah, a lot of talk about him going home. Uh, well, not going home, going back to the NRL. With the we talk about lack of halfbacks and things like that. You look at people like the dragons and the knights and tigers. It's it's surprising. And I'm, I'm sure he will do. There's been yeah. more talk around other halves, hasn't there, to to make the move? Yeah, like I think Joey Johns come out last week and said, "Oh, the dragons should be going for uh, Lewis Dodd." Yeah. I've got mates at Warrington who say like he's like really good, and I was like, "Don't think you've watched much Super League this season, Joey." That's it. Oh, he did say, I've heard I've heard about him. Yeah. <laughs> and then you were saying before, Bobby, who was the other rumour you were saying about? Going back uh, to Lachlan Lamb. Lachlan Lamb, who again has probably been the second best staff yeah. back in the league this season. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I had uh, Clifford. I had Truman and Clifford. Um, one of my other picks was Tom Opacic, mm. who mm. I think has done quite well. Doesn't get like an awful amount of tries. But I think it has been really solid and really good for OKR and, and has been a, sort of a big reason why they've sort of gone so well this season, especially early on. Uh, and the last pick, um, which started off like an absolute house on fire and very, very quickly fizzled out, was uh, Paul Vaughan. Mm. Tremendous start to the season. And Warrington were playing well and they were yeah. battering people at the middle and he was the... He was the well, he was the sole reason for Didn't it, really. He signed in the pack, like a contract he? extension after about three games yeah, or something. Right, and yeah. then since then, he's like, oh, I'm not bothered now. Yeah, God, I've done it. <laughs> yeah. Well, he got mad at the match in his first week, didn't he? He was, he, yeah, he, he, was he actually bulldozed Leeds. First, yeah, he was amazing. First, you know, probably, well, probably eight games before Warrington started falling apart. He, and, was, he was incredible. And to be fair, this is where Warrington really need him. Yeah, to stand up now and, and yeah. get back to that form that he showed in the first half dozen games. Yeah, it? absolutely. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, have you guys got your um, predictions for the league as well? No. Oh, go on then. I was going to say we can round it off if you want. I'll just quickly summarise it. We all predicted Wakefield to finish bottom. Okay, it's probably still going to happen. Yeah. Um, you two had Saints to win the league. I had Wigan. 
Either uh, that could that, be the grand that, final, that, and that could still happen. Yeah. yeah. Um, we all had Saints to win the grand final again, which still could happen. Oh, sorry, the other one was just the actual... Just, yeah, just right, league leaders. Sorry, right, league leaders, leaders sorry. Right. Yeah, uh, Saints to win the grand final. Still sorry. could happen. Yeah, yeah, no, it could We're still happen. Still in the, in the frame they, for that, they, I think, they, at all those picks. They've got a game in hand and things, and they play Catalan, I think, in a couple of weeks. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the only one really left with a, with a pick left in this is, is yourself, Andy, because uh, you had Saints to do the treble, so you had Saints to win the Challenge Cup. Um, me and Callum had Salford and Warrington, who have both crashed out. Mm. So, so I'm still in there for that. Yeah, which makes a change. Ah, <laughs> well, you're not, the, you're not in the predictions league, are you? No. Well, speaking of the prediction league, it's up next. Moves forward podcast prediction league with six again. Yes, it's the predictions league, and obviously we are joined by Bry from Six Again. Bry, how are we this week? New, new, gentlemen. New, new, Bry. Yeah, not too bad. Cheers, Carl. How are, how are we, boys? Yeah, very well. Thank yeah, you. all good, mate. Good, although good, good. I'm not looking forward again to the, the league table, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah, I know someone I know someone chatting you three and really smug at the minute, but yeah, we'll come for that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's not me. <laughs> <laughs> Is it you, Bobby? No. Okay. I wouldn't say smug, I've left you losers behind. I'm looking <laughs> up. <laughs> All right, Andy Lyle. I was gonna say <laughs> You know. I'm not looking at eight o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> right, Brian. Do you want to give us a? Do you want to give us an update? Yeah. So, um, well, let's get down to it. Um, we had five spot on last week. Um, we had one in the Saints v Castle game, which was by Warrington. We had two in the Wigan v Huddersfield game. Wakefield were one of them. We had two in the Hull FC v Catalan game, and Jamie Bottom for the Insiders got one of them. And the other two were by Callum. Well, well done. Hey. He says he's um, he says he's pulling away and looking down on us, but he's still only eight points ahead of Bobby, wow. who also had a good week. You say only, <laughs> right? So who's who's top of the league then, Bry? So Leeds have gone back top on spot ons. Um, we had a few movers and shakers, um, not as drastic. Um, Huddersfield went up two, Saints went down two. There was five non-movers and everyone else went either up one or down one. Um, the best week it was by Callum. He had 25 points. But Bobby had 23 points. Wow. Despite uh, he only got one wrong. We did have two teams who got every every correct team. Um, they were Lee and Salford. Um, but Leeds are still top. Um Wakey, catch on second, Wakey third, Callum fourth, Bobby sixth, we're an eighth, and Andy, you dropped to 13th, but you're on the same points as St. Helens, who are above you on spot ons, and Castleford, who are below you, and go above them on spot ons. And I've absolutely wet myself if you were 14. (laughs) 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 Oh, Brian, before we start this week's games, 
we haven't had this week's obviously the, the regular question this week, but I believe you've got a contender for how much start. Um, oh yeah, and I, I do, and I believe uh, it's uh, a as a connection with a Super League player, doesn't it? Does it? Yeah, Alex Wormsley. <laughs> yes, and I think the question is. Bobby to have his race with Alex Wormsley's dad, is that right? Yeah, um, for those who don't know, Alex is, uh, Alex's dad, John, he's got a prosthetic leg. <laughs> but, but he is lightning quick. He's like, he's, I, I promise you, I, I was telling Andy over the weekend, we saw him once outside of uh, Huddersfield v Saints game, and Sam said, oh, there's Alex's dad. And, and literally, by, by the time I looked up, he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> he's gone. He's lightning. So, the question this week is, uh, how much I'd felt what Bobby needs? So, I think, Brian, we need to leave this to you this week. So, you know, what would your, what, what would your uh, guesstimate be? Right, are we doing hurdles or straight? Just straight. <laughs> 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 no, we're just going straight. Uh, I'd say 80 metres at least. 80? <laughs> yeah, he's that quick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, Sam, Sam, Sam tells a story that she was sat in the living room once and Alex uh, being a bit mischievous and John took his leg off and launched it at Alex. So yeah, Alex has been having head knocks since he was about 15 but some wooden legs. <laughs> <laughs> what, what game did you say you saw him at, Bri? Sorry? What game did you say you saw John Wormsley at? Oh, I've seen, I've seen him loads, but I've seen, I've seen him at Huddersfield uh, Free Saints a couple of years ago. Oh, okay, never mind. All right, no worries. <laughs> I'm just trying. I'm just. I'm just taking abuse off a guy that can't even stand up at Batley. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's all coming out. Bobby, I still think you had a broken ankle. How much start? Would Bry have to give? Uh, would Bobby have to give Bry at the minute with his crutches? <laughs> crutches again, boys. Ten. Crutches again. Ten. 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 <laughs> right, let's get on with the games, Bry. Right. So uh, this week for Castleford we've got Allison. For Catalan we've got Dean. For Huddersfield we've got Cowbell. For Hull FC we've got Cannon. Hull KR we've got Joseph. For Leeds we've got Jordan. Uh, for Lee we've got Forbidden Game. For Salford we've got Louise. St. Helens we've got Steve for Wakefield we've got Ben for Waddington we've got Noxie and for Wigan we've got Gary um, obviously you still playing I'm playing again this week um, I've substituted Freddie again although he did get the same score as Andy last week <laughs> <laughs> um, and for the insiders we have uh, current St. Helens and England international winger Leah Burke Excellent. Welcome to Leah, uh, and she's, uh, you, uh, yeah, she, she's uh, well. She will be in recovery soon, won't she? Yeah, today, uh, as as we record Tuesday, um, she was she's out for the season with her ACL, and she was having an operation today um, to hopefully make things a bit better for her. Oh yeah, good luck, Leah. Right, are we ready, then, boys? Yes. First up, Wakefield. The resurgent Wakefield v Wigan Friday seven forty five. Um, I, I don't, I, I don't think Wakefield will, will win. Uh, Wigan 
look pretty strong at the minute. Uh, I'm going to say Wigan by 20. Rumours of Luke Gale being out in there. Well, just read that apparently he's gone over on his ankle and there's fears that he might be out for the season now. Did he but, do it with a Batley? Yeah, he might have done. <laughs> he did it on Dog Poo Park or whatever they call the training ground. He got still, humbled. Yeah. Still, get, still gets 40 metres on Bobby. Yeah. Um, I'll, I will go Wigan 24. And I'm going to go Wigan 18. I've gone Wigan 22. Um, everyone's gone Wigan and Bobby you've now made it five who've gone Wigan by 18 mm. next up on Friday eight o'clock Castleford for Lee um, the way things have been going you can only see this going one way so I will go Lee by 16 oh, that was mine uh, I'll go Lee 18 then I'm going to go Lee by 26. And I've gone Lee by 14. And um, we have one for Castleford. And that's our Cass fan, Alison. He's gone Cass by six. Um, the highest we have is Lee by 28. Okay. Next up, Friday, 8 o'clock on Sky. Warrington v St. Helens. Uh. Uh, I I think that Warrington's misery uh, continues this week. Um, I think it'll be a closer than they've, they've got in the last few weeks, but I'm going to go Saints by 10. Uh, and I'll go Saints by 16. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to go Saints 14 then. And I've gone St. Helens by 8. Um, everyone's gone to St. Helens this week um, a couple of 10s a couple of 4s a couple of 14s and the highest is St. Helens by 24 that's by our Warrington fan okay. um, just just to say also as much as this is on Sky the sportsmen have picked up Warrington v St. Helens ladies on Sunday which is also at the Halliwell Jones and that's at 2 o'clock for those who would like to watch it Real. Excellent. Next up, Catalan, the Huddersfield, Saturday, 6 o'clock, UK time. Uh, I'm Huddersfield, we, we, we mentioned earlier, didn't we? They, we said Huddersfield, what you say, better question mark. Um, I'm not so sure on that. I'm going to say Catalan by 18. I'm going to, I don't think they're any better at all. I'm going to Catalan 32. And I'm going to go Catalan 24. I've gone Catalan by 20. And yet again, Bobby, you've done a prediction, which four others have also done. There's now five who've done Catalan by 24. The lowest we have is 16 for Catalan. The highest we have is 38. You see this? I I have a good week last week, and everyone just you know, do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, they're all copying your answers, aren't they, Bob? Exactly. You can see what you've wrote down. Uh, everybody wants to finish six, don't they, Bob? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, Bob. Although everyone, uh, everyone sent you. me them on Sunday night or Monday at morning, but yeah, you know. Let, let me tell you, Andy would want to finish sixth right about now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he will. He'll finish sixth bottom. Don't worry about it. <laughs> right. um, 
Sunday. It's on Sky. It's at 12 p.m. It's whole KR for whole FC. Oh, it's me, I think, is it? Um, the way the two teams have played over the last few weeks, Hull FC seem a bit more resurgent. Mm. Hull Car seem to be struggling a bit. So I'm going to go. I'm going to go Hull FC by sixteen. I'm going to go Hull FC by eight. Uh, yeah, I'm also going to go Hull FC by eight. Oh, what? Oh well, I'll change mine to ten then. Not having, I'm not having another one copy, mate. I've gone whole KR by 10. And it's a good <laughs> job you said that, Bob, because uh, there's one, two, three, four. There's now four who've gone whole FC by 10. Um, <laughs> right, hang on, hang on. Right, right I'm going to regret I'm this. I'm joking. Whole FC by eight. There's four who've gone whole FC oh by eight. Uh, there is Huddersfield I've got Hull FC by 10 though um, we do have a Hull FC by 7 and that's by our Leaf fan but other than that there's only 1, 2, 3 who've gone for Hull KR one in- is including our Hull KR fan Joseph mm. um, and finally on Sunday at 3 o'clock it's Salford feed Leeds yeah I think even with the potential reintroduction of uh, Ryan Riley, um, I, I still think Croft and Ackers are the big miss there for, for Salford and uh, I think the way Leeds have been playing, they've been playing a lot better these last few weeks. So I'm going to go Leeds by 14. Uh, Leeds 16. Um, I'm going to say Leeds by 10. And I've gone Leeds by eight. I think it's going to be a bit closer as there's no Blake Austin this week. Um, we have two who've gone for Salford. One is our whole KR fan, Joseph. The other one, obviously, is Louise. And they've both gone Salford by eight. The lowest we've got is Leeds by four. And the highest we've got is Andy and Lee, who've both gone Leeds by 16. Okie okay. Well... I think that just about wraps us up. But before we do, I think, Bobby, you've got something you very quickly want to run through, is it? Uh, Yeah, it's just to say that um, throughout the month of July, I'm doing a a charity event. I'm uh, trying to play 300 uh, golf holes in the month of July, and it's to raise money for the MND Association. So uh, there is a Just Giving page on my Twitter and on my Facebook as well, so uh, you can get that at, at, at Dazzler1996. Any donation, small or large, is, is always greatly appreciated, uh, and it's it's raising money for a fantastic cause, so thank you if you can donate anything. Brilliant. There we have it. Can I can I just say, can I double my donation if I guessly correct how many balls you lose when you're doing the 300? <laughs> <laughs> is it 300? <laughs> No, I was going to go 600 to be <laughs> If I lose 600, Brian, how, how, how much head start will Bobby need? <laughs> oh. Right, well, that just about wraps us up for this week. Uh, if you've stayed with us all this time, thank you for staying with us. And obviously, if you can uh, give any donations to Bobby's uh, uh, 
MND event, then that would be brilliant. Uh, if you go into any games this week, then stay safe and enjoy. But from all of us here at the Loose Forward podcast for this week, it's goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.